as we preview the 2019 NFL season, we also visit who may have won and lost this offseason. Along with the many controversial storylines around the league, we are here to answer the burning questions on everyone's minds. You're welcome. This is Beyond the Blitz. What's up, guys? This is Beyond the Blitz. This is Justin. This is Brandon. And Iende's coming right back. Awesome. Good to have you guys back. We're in season two right now, officially, of Beyond the Blitz. And we promise you guys this is not going to be a two-hour podcast like me and Brandon's <laughs> first one. And we have Iende joining us uh, for the first time on episode one. This isn't the first time that I've been here, but we've talked football a lot. And, you know, it's great to be here for the, the new season. We're really, really excited for this year. We're going to do a lot of podcasts. We're going to make them quality. And we're going to do them much quicker and more smoother. So with us three together, we're going to bring you a lot of material this year. And a lot of controversial statements like we always do. We have to squeeze oh, those yeah. in there. Yes, and, of do. course, our way too early predictions at the end. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So let's talk about the most recent news, probably the most shocking news that has come out of the NFL the past couple of years. Andrew Luck retiring. Uh, last couple of days, Andrew Luck just came out of nowhere, announced his retirement. Colts did say they kind of saw it coming about two weeks before it happened. So what are your guys' comments? What do you guys think? You know, I understand it. I mean, Gronkowski retired for the same exact reason. I mean, I'd like to say that Andrew should have went ahead and played this season out. But I mean, I also understand that, hey, you're a millionaire. You've been taking a beating. You've been injured for the last four seasons on and off. Stop while you're ahead. I think it leaves the Colts with a lot of questions that they don't have the answers to. Uh, I don't think Brissett is the answer to any of their questions. But again, we'll see. We don't have too much film on him yet. But, you know, I love Andrew Luck. He's a great guy. And he was going to pay the Colts franchise back for all the money that they paid him this past year when he was going to retire anyway. And then there was some mutual respect here because the Colts denied the money that Andrew Luck was wanting to pay them back. So there's obviously some mutual respect here. No one's mad at each other here. So Andrew Luck's decision was his own decision for his better being. I will say, I mean, it's not like nobody's mad at each other because all the Colts fans are definitely mad at Andrew Yeah, Luck. yeah, true. So but Yeah, that's not the fans and Luck, not like, not the team and Luck. Yeah. It's also not all Colts fans. No. We've got to make sure that the Colts fans know that, hey, we're not coming at you. But no, We love you. Don't, Colts fans, we love you guys, kind of. It's, res- we, we respect you. We also got to think in the setting, you know, the Colts fans in a preseason game, they were in the stadium, there wasn't a sold-out crowd or anything, like half people were there. And then that's how they found out his retirement in the middle of that game in that stadium. And as a football fan, like, you don't want to hear in the middle of the game that your starting quarterback is retiring. Right. That's just not good news. I don't care. Later on, you have time to process it. Something like that you need time to process. In the moment, you're obviously not happy right. with what you heard. So I kind of understand that as well. Um, I don't know if you guys are, if you guys, any of you watch UFC, but there's a fighter named Chelsona who pretty much retired from fighting for about the same, pretty much the same reasons. He got, um, I think in his last few fights, I think he had broken, like, I think he broke his arm, he broke a wrist. And he was just like, you know, I can't keep doing this, putting his body on the line. So I, I kind of understand Luck's decision. From what I've seen in the fantastic, he was a fantastic quarterback. You know, even though I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Colts, I always respected Luck. I've always respected that team. And to hear, like you said, to hear that in a, in the middle of a game like that's that's a bit that's soul crushing. And even I wasn't a fan, and when I got the news, I was like, "Wow, that's well, that that hurts." Yeah, I will say though, I think the Colts Brissett is set up for success. He has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. He has a pretty decent weapon. He, he's got an arsenal of weapons with 
T.Y. Hilton, and he's got Marlon Mack in the backfield. He's got two good tight ends and a pretty decent defense on the other side. So, I mean, I hate to say this, but this season for the Colts is all on Jacoby Brissett right now. But also, if you're looking at the Colts, this could be perfect timing. If Brissett bombs, you have one of the best QB draft classes coming in. So, you also have that to fall back on as well. Do you two still think that the Colts are playoff contenders? Because they were Super Bowl contenders before Luck retired. And you also got to remember, that offensive line gave up the least amount of stats in the league last year. Right. And Brissett is a scrambling quarterback. So, what do you think the Colts' chances of making the playoffs still are? I say, they. I well, I won't peg them as Super Bowl contenders now. I do think that they still will be in playoff contention. Probably, I would say, good wild card, maybe. I say they can still win that division. Mm-hmm. Man, it, it all depends division. on how Nick Foles plays. It's a very and it all division. depends on uh, how Deshaun Watson and the Texans play. Because yeah, they the big, that's the fact because they started off awful at the beginning of the season. You can't season. count out the Titans either. Right. Well, yeah, but it's Marcus Mariota, though. He's okay. So, he ha- I think he had, like, one really... But they got Ryan Tannehill to back him up. So they gave Mike Andrew look. He's made the glass. He's always getting injured. That's true. It's true. All right, so now we're going to talk about um, another player who, for other reasons, has been very controversial. Antonio... <laughs> Brown. So for those of you who don't know, Antonio Brown has really been having a feud not only with the Raiders but the NFL because of a helmet situation. Basically, they wouldn't let him. He didn't want to wear the helmet that the NFL gave him. So he's been looking for older helmets and just a big dispute with the NFL and Mike Mayock, the GM, because of all this, he said either you're all in or you're all out. So the Raiders are kind of on it seemed like they're done with Antonio Brown, yet I think he could still come back and play the season. Obviously, he is going to because they're paying him all that money. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, he's also nursing that foot injury because he cryogenically froze his own foot, which is just a totally Antonio Brown thing to do. But he, I think he's a baby. You know, you're you're not. It's no secret you're one of the best receivers in the NFL, and you're out here filing not one but two grievances against the league because of their policy. You lost the first one, and then you found some kind of stupid reason to come back and file a second grievance. Makes absolutely no sense. I don't know if you guys can tell like the seething anger that I have right now. <laughs> like when I heard, I heard the story, and I was just like, "There were better things for you to complain about." And trust me, with this season, and from what, what I've seen in the preseason, if the refing is going to be what I think it is during mm-hmm. the regular season, there are a lot of other things to complain about. Yeah, yeah. But this is not one of them. <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like all of this, I. Do you guys think if Antonio Brown has a good season, is that going to overshadow all this? No. A man is always going to be judged by his actions on and off the field. Yes, you can have an amazing... Michael Vick, for example. Uh, he's an am- amazing quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's an amazing quarterback. I, right. I always have respect for Michael Vick. But every but once you hear that story about the, um, the dog fighting, it completely changes how you view the guy. Antonio Brown is going to be the same exact way can have the best season at any wide receiver has ever seen. Right. But because of his actions during the offseason and during preseason, that is what's going to define him. And I don't think that's going to be enough right. for someone to say, okay, you know what, you you had a great season. I'm just going to go ahead and brush all that stuff, all that childish stuff that you did but to the side. that's how the NFL works. I'm sorry. That's how the NFL works. If Antonio Brown has 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, and somehow leads the Raiders to the playoffs, Raiders fans aren't going to really care about Antonio Brown's grievances because he's Antonio Brown. I'm happy to agree with you. This It's a long season, a long season, and – if he comes out and he has the same seasons that he's had with the Steelers in the past and he shuts all the haters up, because I personally 
last year we're seeing that I think Juju's better than AB because on the own team, he wasn't even the best receiver on his team. But if he goes out here and he shuts all these haters up, and again, it's a long season. If we look at Odell Beckham Jr., another drama queen on the Browns now, you don't really hear as much anymore. You know, you're kind of hype about the team play with the Browns, but you're not really thinking about the drama that's going on. It's just what AB is doing right now is overshadowing the drama of everyone else's league. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell, the drama from last year. He's what the Jets haven't had a thing from him since. It's all about who's doing what at the time it's happening and in the middle of the season someone else will do something else and Antonio Brown the attention on him will be completely off no one will even remember it until after the season when all the memes start coming back out yeah all right so now we're going to talk about two players that are holding out and that right now it looks like they're going to hold out at the beginning of the season one of them because of what their owner is saying the other one I have no idea why he's holding out but let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott Melvin Gordon. Let, let's just ask this first question before we go off anything else. Who deserves a contract more? Or do either of them deserve a big contract? I don't think they deserve backs? big contracts. I think, but if any, if any of them deserve a contract most, I would say probably Zeke. I think Gordon was asking for, I don't, I don't remember the amount that Melvin Gordon asked me. He hasn't, but to me, he hasn't put, he hasn't done for the Chargers enough to warrant however much money he's asking for. Well, out of the two running backs, obviously Zeke is better, but also, running backs is the most replaceable position in the NFL. They should not be getting that much money. There's no way that running backs should be making that much money because if Zeke is gone, guess what? The backup running back is going to step up and do the same thing. Yeah. Same thing happened with Le'Veon Bell last season. James Conner came up and had an amazing season, better than Le'Veon Bell's previous season. Running backs are so replaceable. And the Melvin Gordon situation isn't really all Melvin Gordon. It's his manager. His yeah. manager is the one pretty much forcing Melvin Gordon to hold out. Yeah. And that's I think that's horrible advice his manager's really. giving him because Melvin Gordon's he's not going to be playing week one. If, that right there's money he's missing out on. I mean, look at what happened last season. Melvin Gordon didn't play some last season because of an injury, and then Jackson and Eckler both came in and played well. So if you are Melvin Gordon, yeah, like you were saying, he needs to start I'm making his own decisions, um, and he needs to play. And, mm -hmm. you know, if he's going to be released by the Chargers, somebody will pick him up, maybe not for the money he's asking, but like you were saying, every running back is replaceable. Not not the running backs uh, deserve all the money they're getting. I don't think Le'Veon Bell is an exception, uh, even though I think he is one of the best pass-catching running backs in the NFL. I think a great just runner in general. Every running back contract holdout conversation in the rest of time, Le'Veon Bell is an example to look at. He was a great running back, asked for too much money, didn't get the money. His backup played in, played better than him, and then he goes to a worse team for less money. That right there is the only example you ever need to look at running back holdouts. Yeah. Running backs should not be holding on to contracts. I'm sorry. Unless you're obviously like it's really, really bad. Yeah. But in Zeke's case, it's not really bad. You're still getting a decent offer out there. Just take the money. Yeah. Let's also, can we, just on a side tangent, let's talk about another cowboy who's asking for some money. Talk about Dak right now. Dak oh, Prescott. Man. Okay. Mm. Do you think, and I know the answer for you guys, but do you think he's worth $40 million? Ha! <laughs> You thought. Yeah, I, I want to tell you a story. Me and my cowboy friend, um, this summer, we were at a brewery, we were hanging out, and we were talking, and he's a Cowboys fan. He was telling me how great Dak is, and I was telling him, Bro, Romo was better than Dak, and he was just so disagreeing with me, and I'm like, okay. So I sat down with him. I named, I kid you not, 23 starting quarterbacks in the NFL that I think are better than Dak. Dak does not deserve $40 million a year. No, he doesn't. 23 quarterbacks are better than Dak. Of course, in my mind, that's opinion. But I think it's a good opinion. I can make an argument for all 23 yeah, of those quarterbacks. Dak is, look, I will not deny Dak is talented. He's a very talented quarterback, but he is not worth No, I don't think there's not many quarterbacks that are in the active this season that deserve that much money. Maybe except for, I think, I don't know, Brady. 
But Dallas also is in the position to lose their starting running back and quarterback, so they also still have a decision to make there because you can't lose both of those positions in the same year. True. I don't care how replaceable a running back might be. Right. I mean, I think that's just a quarterback in general, though. Just because you're a good quarterback doesn't mean you're going to make a lot of money. These are the top five, top, let's go top ten, most paid quarterback for going from top to bottom, right? Best, most paid quarterback, Matt Stafford. Next, Kirk Cousins. Cousins doesn't deserve it. Uh, Cousins, definitely not. Aaron Rodgers. Deserves it. Russell no. Wilson. Deserves it. Ben Roethlisberger. Deserves it. Eli Manning. No. Cam <laughs> Newton. No. no. <laughs> Phil Rivers. Oh, okay. No, I, mm, I can see that. Maybe. I, I, I like that. Drew Brees. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. All right, last one. Derek Carr. No. The Raiders have a lot of cat space, though, so I'll understand it. Okay. I don't know. This is a prove it year for him. Definitely is, especially mm. with a new coach. Mm. And it's funny how Tom Brady's not in the, not a top 10 paid quarterback. Derek Carr has a lot to prove this year. Oh, yeah, he does. He definitely does. I mean, even if even if Dak does get what he wants, like he he would he would also have this would be his season to prove that yeah he's worth that much money. Right. All right. So next segment that we have here, so we're gonna talk about players that were really good last year. Of that, who's gonna drop off? Players that maybe weren't as good last year or are coming on a new team or something. Who's also gonna pick up? So let's start off. Who's gonna drop off this season? Uh, Brandon, I know you have one that you that you are very passionate about, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. I'm not going to say this player's going to have a bad season. I think he's a great player. I still think he's a top 10 player in his position, but there's film on him now. The crazy players we were seeing, you can only keep it up for so long. We saw the same thing with Case Keenum when he had that amazing with the Minnesota Vikings, pulling off all this crazy stuff. Patrick Mahomes is still going to have a good season. It will not be anything near MVP caliber, though. He will still be a good quarterback, but he will be more careless of football because he has all that confidence in him. The plays are not going to be made on his favor. He'll throw a lot of interceptions. I think he'll throw more than 10 picks this season. I think it could be closer to 12 to 13 picks this year. He'll still have a great season. He'll still be 4,500 yards-ish around that area, probably 30-plus touchdowns. Yeah. It's not going to be a bad season, but it's going to be more of a careless season because your luck can – I mean, look at the Colts. Your luck can only stay for so long. Yeah. Go ahead, Justin. I, I'm still, I have one, and I don't know if I'm, I'm getting a little bit of flack for it. So, my guy is somebody who, for the first 12 weeks of the season last year, he looked like he was going to run off with the MVP until Pat Mahomes was just amazing. Todd Gurley. I don't think Todd Gurley's going to have as good as a season. Mm, no um, just looking at, I mean, drafting for fantasy, everybody's staying away from Todd Gurley because, A, they drafted a running back. They drafted Daryl Henderson. So, now they have a running back that's pretty decent off the bench that can come. Also, we saw, I don't know what happened during the playoffs, but they just, I don't know if it was an injury or what, but they just didn't play him. So, I don't know what it is, but just from stories I've heard and the preseason and everything, I just, it just seems like Todd Gurley's not going to have as good of a season as he had last year. The arthritis is a huge issue. He's going to be, he's not going to be getting the bulk of the carries. He'll, I mean, he's still a good running back, yeah. but he's not going to get as many carries, nowhere near as many carries because of his health issues. Yeah. Same reason that he was hardly in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of uh, speaking of running backs, uh, I think I'm going I'm going to go with my gut. I, I hate to say this because I actually really do like this player. I have to go with the offensive rookie of the year last year, 
I was actually gonna say this too, Saquon. Yeah, I was Saquon gonna say Barkley. that too. I love the guy. He, I've when, you know, seeing him the the few Giants games that I do watch, I'm like, as, out of all of the uh, players in that, he is the one that I see. He's obviously he loves it. He loves the team, and he's a great runner. But I don't think he's gonna be. He's gonna do have his offensive, you know, the rookie of the year caliber season that he had last year. And I think that's just because what? Well, you're shaking your head. Brandon, I disagree. And I'm like, I strongly oh, disagree. Well, talk to me. Talk to me then. Who do the Giants have on offense? Go on. Who? No, they don't. They don't have an offense. Saquon is your offense. When you have one player as your team, he carries that team on his backs. The team is going to be bad, but Saquon's numbers will be through the roof. He will get almost all of the touches through the backfield and through the air. He will score the touchdowns, will get the big plays. I don't care how many people you put on him, he will still break some because he's that athletic. Well, let let me raise you, like... Your team is built around one, basically one play. You, the Giants are gonna have to build around Saquon because there's who who do they have on the receive for the receivers? They Evan don't Ingram. really have any. They don't got. They, there's there's no really good, you know, go, good weapons in the air. Evan Ingram. Yeah, I, eh, we'll, we will see how we'll, we'll see, see how it is this year. But but yeah. Barkley is going to be the, the crux of that offense. And if you shut down Barkley, what else is the Giants gonna do? Yeah, but also we saw last year nobody can shut down Barkley. So Eli Manning's gonna scramble for a 99-yard touchdown run. You heard it here first. You <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who this year is gonna pick up? I will say, let's not do players that were hurt last year. That I think that's that, comeback player that, of the year. Completely yeah, that's comeback player of the year. So who's gonna pick up? Didn't have that good of a season, but is gonna come through this season. Who do you think? He just got a new weapon, Baker Mayfield. He's gonna. I I have to. I am so I'm so confident. I'm so confident. Be I know he's gonna have a better. Like with 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 getting with getting Orlando Beckham Jr. Who was like, despite all the like we were talking about, despite everything that happened behind the scenes, Orlando Beckham Jr. Fantastic wide receiver. He is he is so great. I love watching. I love watching him. I have a question for you. Do you think Baker Mayfield will win MVP next year? He is not. (laughs) He will be. He will be really good. And and if he is in MVP contention. I will be really happy. I don't think he. I don't think he will, and I don't think he should. I don't think he should win, even if he does. But he will have a. I guarantee you, he's going to have. He's going to have a great season. He's going to take the Browns to the playoffs. He's going to win the AFC North, and I even say he's going to take him to the divisionals. We all know Baker Mayfield is going to be good, though. We saw great things from him last year. Yeah. If I were to pick a quarterback, I'd say either a Flacco or Kirk Cousins. I think they're both primed for a better season. Mm. But the player I'm going to go with, who is going to be most improved, is Xavier Rhodes. With the Minnesota Vikings. He okay. had a great season two years ago. One of the best quarters in the NFL. And then last year, the defense wasn't good. Xavier Rhodes didn't do too much to help out. The Vikings fell apart on all aspects. And I think that this year, the Vikings, along with Kirk Cousins finding his groove a little bit, his second year with the Vikings, Xavier Rhodes is going to pick that defense back up. And I think that he's going to lead the league in interceptions. Okay. I'm going to go to the Vikings. But I'm going to go to the player that is not on the Vikings anymore. That I think is going to fulfill a hole for the Saints. That Mark Ingram left, I think, with Tavius Murray. Mm. Honestly, I mean, you do have Alvin Kamara there, right? But also, if you want to try to run that same offense, you're going to need that guy who is a Mark Ingram type back. I don't think he has the same build as him, but I definitely think he can fulfill that role. Uh, he, to me, is a sleeper in fantasy. I think he could easily be a flex for somebody or at least really high on your bench for fantasy. But also, just for depth for that team, I think he could have a sneaky good year for the Saints this year. Saints love their two starting running backs. <laughs> yeah. That's their clutch. Because he was never used in the Vikings at all. I don't know why he wasn't used, because he was fantastic, I thought, with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I agree. He was really good with the Raiders. Yeah. All right, so now we talked about who's going to drop off, who's going to pick up. 
Let's go with rookies, okay? So who is going to, let's do this. Who's gonna exceed expectation and who is just like not, like expectations are way too high for them. I'm gonna go ahead and I wanna talk about the second one. I think I may be in, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but Kyler Murray. I agree. Yeah, I said yeah. that last year. You already said, I said that, that last year. He's gonna be bust. Yeah, I don't, I, if I don't. anything from that second preseason game says anything, I think he's still gonna have a good year, but just not Kyler Murray. You know the offense well, but I, that doesn't one hundred percent mean that you're gonna do well. At least his first season, I think he could have a great career in Arizona. But his first season, I think it's just gonna be a little bit of growing pains for him. My pick is he's not gonna get offensive rookie of the year just because of his position. But I think Noah Fant, the tight end with the Denver Broncos, is primed to build up to be one of the top three tight ends in the NFL in a couple of years. I think that this kid has a lot of potential. He's on a team that could really use some of his abilities, and I think they're going to utilize him a lot in his rookie season, and he's going to, as time goes on, he's going to be one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I can't really think of anyone right now. But... I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there, even though the, they're my division rivals, but I really think David Montgomery is going to have a pretty good season with the Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think I already thought that. We still got Tariq Cohen back there, so yeah. don't forget about him. Yeah, that's true. But he's going to not be their main back, though. That's Montgomery. Montgomery is definitely going to be the main back. As far as rookies that are just going to... I just really wish, I think, that Daniel Jones would have a good season mm. with the Giants if they started him. They need to start him. No. Would you agree with me? They, You don't think they need to start him over Eli. He's I think, been playing better than Eli. Coming from a Giants manager's perspective, let Eli play a couple games, teach the young kid, because Eli, he's not good now, but he's still smart. He's been on the league for a while. Let him coach Daniel Jones a little bit before he goes out there. Like, Mahomes didn't play his first season. Mm -hmm. In his second season, he came out and lit it up. I think right. that is good for Daniel Jones. Maybe sit on the bench for a little bit. Watch Eli Manning do Eli Manning, whatever you think that might be. But at the end of the day, don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. Um, he's done. Yes, he's has decent preseason highlight. Give him half a it's preseason. Give him half a season. So let Eli play the first half. I think um, so. He so that Daniel gets so Dan Jones gets gets a feel of you know how how Eli runs his, his, how he runs and then say okay you 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 saw what I do go ahead and yeah. go ahead in there for the last for the last part of the season uh, in a comp, like let's say if, assuming that by halfway the season they're having a winning record let's say let's just go six and two right i think you can you can go ahead and throw Jane jones in a couple games start him for a couple games see how he plays you can and if anything you can just comb right back to eli if he's not if he's not performing up to expectations i think that's great honestly i think daniel jones is a lot younger eli manning just in the way he plays and how he plays mm -hmm. second of all I just don't, like, with the way that the Giants managers and owner are talking, it sounds like they don't want to start Daniel Jones at all this season. Like, at all. As long as Eli Manning is healthy, Daniel Jones is going to be on the bench. I think Daniel Jones, at his very best, might be Derek Carr. At his very worst, I think that he could be Mark Sanchez. So, so have a good we'll couple see. first seasons and yeah. then just drop off. Yeah, he's going to butt fumble. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Something's going to happen. His career is not going to be the same. We'll see. All right. Well, let's go for like a side mini segment. Let's talk about Carly Lloyd a little bit. That okay. is interesting. What actually... she did, If for those of you who don't know, she kicked a 55-yard field goal at the Eagles practice when they had um, a joint practice with the Ravens. So what do you guys think about Carly Lloyd? Do you think that she could have well, a career in the NFL as a kicker? Well, first off, for those of you who don't know Carly Lloyd is, she's a soccer player. And you know soccer players, what are they known for? And a NFL team has given her an offer to play in the NFL. And she is strongly considering taking the offer with said team. All rumors are that it's the Bears. 
but it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't it wouldn't be this season. It would be the next. Yeah, season. Yeah, it, it'll be for the twenty twenty season because she has to finish what she's doing now on her soccer team. But a fifty five yard field goal, a fifty five yard field goal, a four step fifty five yard field goal might have asked you. So she took twice as many steps as field goal kickers take because it's usually one two bam. If you're taking as many steps as she took to make that field goal, that field goal is getting blocked every single time. You put pads on her, you put her in a game situation with people that are 200 pounds heavier than her, rushing at her full speed. She couldn't make a 20-yard field goal. Could not make a 20-yard field goal. Yeah. I think that, yeah, what she did was awesome, sweet. One day, yes, we will see a female player in the NFL. But You don't think this is it? I think that she might. She has a possibility of doing it if a team is dumb enough to do it. But I don't think that she'll succeed. At all. I don't <laughs> think she'll see the field. I do not think that she'll see the field. To do it? No. So at the I, best, she's on a practice roster. I think uh, one, this would be a great. It would be a great step for the NFL. You know, you have your, your first female player in the NFL. Fantastic. However, like you were saying, there's just there's so much taking four steps for a field goal when you space basically one or two. Like that's automatically there's there's a sort of an advantage right that she was given that you you don't have in a game. You don't four steps can mean can mean oh like you said block you can bam take right take that right back forward or what happens if you miss the kick and then all of a sudden somebody tackles you the wrong way then bam you're you're gone and that's so I don't know it'd be it'd be cool but I don't think it's gonna happen okay. All right, so as we always end our podcast, we're going to go with way too early predictions. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through each division, who's going to win the division. Then after we go through the division, we're going to go through wild cards. Then we're just going to go, okay, Super Bowl. All right, so let's go first division, AFC East. Who wins? Is it unanimous? Do we need to say it out loud? Let's just go ahead and get it out the way. First off, before we do this, Patriots, of course, are winning the division. The yeah. Jets, they're the potential to be Tennessee's. Yeah. They have a decent team, and I, I think, think moving forward, think... they will be playoff contenders, yeah. but yeah. they won't be able to beat the Patriots. Yeah, yeah with the, the rest of their division, with the Bills and the Dolphins, I think they can sweep both teams. I mm-hmm. think the Jets can, so that will give them four wins. And they're playing, I believe, they're playing the NFC East this year, so I, that's going to give them at least one win against the Giants. <laughs> so, so like, they could, I went through their entire schedule, I had them going 9-7. and seven. So then mm. that possibly could make them a playoff contender. Okay, so um, moving on forward to the AFC West. This is between two teams. I mean, obviously it's going to be between the Chargers and the Chiefs. I say Chargers. I've seen multiple things on NFL.com that say that Chiefs overwhelmingly are going to win that division. I don't know what they're thinking. But also, if you're thinking about it, though, Derwin James is out for most of the season. Yeah. Melvin Gordon. Might and playing. Melvin Gordon. So, I mean, it's going to be a toss-up between that division. That's probably going to be the closest I as think, far as it comes. But right now, I still say Chargers. I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams could very well clean up as one of the better duos in the league this year, too. I, I see it. If anything, I have the Chiefs going, but by one. By, by a game. Yeah. Be a single Same. game. Barely. I got the Chiefs winning the division. Um, I think Mahomes going to drop off a little bit. There's still some questions on whether or not Terry Kill is going to you know, be around the whole season. And the defense, they lost a couple weapons. They picked up a couple weapons. They, you know, back, kind of back and forth. So we kind of kind of see how they perform there. Yeah. But yeah, Chiefs win. Okay. AFC South. We talked about it earlier. We talked about the Colts. Who do you I, think is going to win that I division? still hope for the, the Colts. Even with mm-hmm. even with losing luck, I still have faith in the Colts. However, I think I'm going to go with the Texans winning the division by 10 and 6. Texans. I really, really, really hope that the Jaguars do well. But they had no receivers, so they can't do well. I just don't think... <laughs> like, I think Nick Foles, he's a good quarterback. He has to prove that he can be a good quarterback on any team but the Eagles. And I think he will. 
But if you don't have any receivers on your team, I don't know if you can really do that much um, other than them catching a 10-yard ball. And that's it. So if they had better receivers, I think they could win that division just because of that defense they have. So I'm going to go with um, – I'm actually going to go with the Colts here. I think Brissett can lead them. I think he can. Right, AFC North. You already know. I've already said it. So uh, you guys can go ahead. I already said it. Browns I agree. Win the, Browns win the division. I agree, but they will be one and done in the playoffs. All right, guys. <laughs> I, I, this is not. This is coming a little bit from bias. I think the Steelers are going to win this division. That defense looks good. Justin's a Steelers fan. By yes, the way. I am a Steelers fan. But that defense <laughs> looks good. I think. I mean, the Brown Steelers games. I think are going to be the games of the year, at least for the AFC North. Goodbye, Ravens Steelers. I think Brown Steelers are going to be that game of the AFC North. Lamar Jackson, not a good quarterback. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. You can't count the Ravens out. They still have a good team, other than quarterback position. They still have a good team. They'll still they will still compete. Uh, I think Earl Thomas is their defense, and that's not enough for their defense. I think the Steelers go seven and nine. I think the Ravens go nine and seven. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go to the NFC. Let's just go NFC North right now. I, I, you did that on purpose. <laughs> yes, I did do that on purpose. Um, you guys know if you guys don't already know, I'm a, I'm a huge Green Bay Packers fan, and as much as my gut wants to say go with my team, I really want to, but. After looking at that schedule, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to try to win that division. I'm actually going to go with the Bears winning the division. Bears. Yep, Easy. Bears. Bears. Yep. Vikings will make it close. Vikings get the wild card. Yeah. I will be. I honestly will be shocked if the Packers win the division. I'd be happy. But I'd be very be shocked. shocked too. All right. Let's go with another favorite of the group. We're going to go to the NFC South. Got to go with my Dirty Birds, of course. Atlanta Falcons. Rise up. Uh, no, okay. Cringe aside, a lot of slack for this. I believe in my team. Um, we still have a lot of the same weapons we did when we went to the Super Bowl. Now we have, I think it's four head coaches on our team now. We have Dan Quinn. We brought in Tim Bay offensive coordinator, who is now our Tim Bay head coach, who is now our offensive coordinator, uh, who has coached with Matt Ryan before, so Matt Ryan doesn't have to learn a new system. They worked well together. We have the coaching staff we finally knew, which has been our problem in the past. Our defense is healthy. We have Deion Jones and Keanu Neal back, which is huge for our defense, and Calvin Ridley is entering his second year, so he has experience. I still think the Saints, they could win the division. I still think the Saints have a very good team. I think that they might be reeling a little bit from last year, so we'll see how that goes. But Saints did the wild card, Falcons win the division. I have the opposite. I have the Saints winning the division, the Falcons in the wild card. N again, not trying to badmouth your team because your team is ph team is phenomenal. Not but the, the Saints were just on a, a whole different playing field last year. And I don't think that would you be still in the still in the gunning position? Like I don't think there's going to be any way that they're going to slow down, especially after su such a great season last year. I think it'll yeah. be it'll be really close, but the Saints are going to the Saints are going to win the division, but the Falcons just they're going to meet again. I will say this about Atlanta is that we need to fix our kicking. We need to fix it tomorrow. Yeah. Um. You know, Georgiana Tabacchio was a rookie last year. He had a good year, and so we cut Matt Bryant to save money. It's sad to see Matt Bryant was a great player. It's sad to see him go. But Georgiana Tavakia comes out here and misses like something like eight field goals in the preseason. So our solution to this is to sign Blair freaking Walsh. What? Okay, no. We need to fix our kicking. Bring Matt Bryant back and we'll be good. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. What about the Packers secondary? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be the second toughest division to win between two teams, just like... Charlie, you talked about yeah, AFC West. I think Matt Ryan is an MVP candidate this year. I think he's gonna ball out. He could ball out this year. I mean, I don't, for whatever reason, I do like the Falcons this year. I think it's gonna be close. It could go. And it's gonna come down to the last couple of games, especially between the Falcons and the Saints. I think that's gonna be one of the biggest rivalries again, one of the closest rivalries this year. But I have the Falcons barely edging them out because their defense. That's what I'm talking about. All right, right. moving on. Yep, AFC East. NFC East. NFC East. <laughs> wow. We just talked about the AFC East, but now we're talking about the NFC East. It is a division 
<laughs> this is what I have to say. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, Eagles win. If he does not stay healthy, Cowboys win. That's simple as that. Yeah, the Redskins have got a complete, have felt like they went through a complete overhaul during the yeah. pre I'm curious, during the I'm curious to see if Dwayne Haskins field. I don't think that it's going to be enough to get in, to get anywhere near a wild card or to get anywhere near winning records. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. I have, like you were saying, Carson Wentz stays healthy and I have Eagles going. But if not, then maybe Cowboys, maybe the Redskins could squeeze in there. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'll agree with you guys on that. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, obviously the Eagles are going to win because, I mean, all their quarterbacks got hurt in the offseason besides Carson Wentz. So. NFC West, we have an AFC East type of situation here. we got the Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams. The Rams are such a complete that. team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like when everything I've complained about Tom Brady and the Patriots, almost exactly how I feel about the, the Rams. They're such a complete team that it's almost unfair to that division. Yeah, Seahawks could get the wild card, but I think the Minnesota is mm -hmm. going to etch him out for that sixth spot. Nope, I don't. I don't see it. I think Minnesota takes it easy. Okay, so let's go to the AFC for wild cards. So we did talk about some different teams. Who are two teams you guys think? Wild Chargers and you know what? I'm going to go Chargers Steelers. Chargers and Jaguars or Broncos. Okay, I'm going to say whoever doesn't win the AFC West and whoever doesn't win the AFC North. <laughs> So, for me, it's Browns, Chiefs. Can't forget about the AFC South. There's a lot of competition down there. There too. is a lot of competition down there, but I just don't think... I just... I mean, that's just... Honestly, the AFC is more competitive than we think it's going to be. For real. Absolutely. All right, NFC already given mine. Vikings, Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to go... Man, I honestly... So, I'm going to kind of do a nod towards you. I think the Packers do have a chance. Their defense... I mean, their secondary, yeah, not as, as good, but I think their defense definitely improved. I mean, they, they did improve the secondary a little bit. They signed a new strong... I think they signed a new strong safety after Adrian losing... Amos. Yeah, after losing Haha, uh, -ha, which yeah. is... I'm not upset. That's, I'm not crying. That's It's fine. But I, I have faith. Obviously, the Packers offense... It's the Packers offense. It's led by, it's led by Aaron Rodgers, who... His arm's a cannon. Yeah. But he's also... There's been a lot of talk about how he, he's not really a big fan of the new the new coach. Yeah. So who who knows what that's going to... What kind of uh, yeah. what kind of team that's going to create. Yeah. I think the Packers could make a run, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think Seahawks always somehow find their way in the playoffs. I think the Seahawks are going to make it, and then the Saints as well. All right, let's talk about Super Bowl. Who's making the Super Bowl? Who's losing the Super Bowl? If you want my not, if you want my biased opinion, I've got the Falcons beating the Chargers in the Super Bowl. And honestly, it would be a Falcons-Patriots rematch. I do not want to see the Patriots are going to be there, but they probably will be. If you want my non-biased opinion, so pretend the Falcons aren't in it at all, I'm going to have to go Bears and... Either Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots. I don't know who to pick between those three. All right. Okay. I can't I got, do it. Uh, same thing. I'm, if I'm being biased, I want to see the Browns win a Super Bowl. I want to see the Browns win a Super Bowl over the Saints. I know this because I, I feel like the Saints are going to win the win the NFC no problem. Like, it, it will not be. However, if I'm not, I really think it's going – we're going to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. I do not doubt it. But the NFC, however, I actually do have the Falcons going back to the Super Bowl. Oh. I don't want to see it. I, again, I don't want to see it. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But – Listen, after that game, I, w I was angry for you guys. But I do I do really think that the Falcons, while they may not have like a great regular season, they are almost they are outstanding in the playoffs. Like it is actually kind of it's actually kind of scary. That Super Bowl run that you guys had, that was probably the scariest I've ever seen the Falcons. And if you if you have a healthy Falcons team, I have a feeling that no matter what team you're going against, you can be going against the Saints, you can go against whoever, that a healthy team and a scary team, especially a scary defense like that, will take you to the Super Bowl. But I don't think they will lose again to the Patriots. And it will be by a field goal. And I will be upset. Yeah. 
I would like to see the Browns make a run, but they won't. The Browns are going to be the Jaguars, and they're going to make it to the AFC Championship and lose. But it's not going to be the Patriots. It's going to be the Chiefs. Mm. Uh, I think the Chiefs, they could definitely make a run. I think Tyron Matthew is going to just be dominant for that defense. I think that defense is going to do um, some good things. I think they could be better than last year's defense, which is, I mean, not really saying much because last year's defense wasn't that good. But, I mean, if they are playing a team like the Browns, I think they could edge them out. But I think they can beat whoever. But I also have the Falcons going. I, I don't know why, but I'm just really high on the Falcons this year. I think because they could have been a playoff team, if not a Super Bowl team, if they didn't get injured. That I think they have one of the best as far as quarterback, wide receiver, running back, one of the best in the NFL as far as the three combined. I mean, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and... Uh, Devontae Freeman. I, I don't think anyone else in the NFL has a good trio like that. You guys flatter me. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> Alright, so who wins? Who wins Super Bowl? Either Falcons or Bears. Okay. It's going to be an AFC team, and I think it's either going to be the Patriots or the Chiefs. I really like the Falcons this year. I like the it. Falcons I love are going to win this Super Bowl. I'm happy. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, we've kind of gone a little over time here today, so we're going to go ahead and cut it off. This has been our way too early predictions and our season preview so thank you for listening to Beyond the Blitz.